Big Pickett's quarterback rating 75 in the first three quarters. Is there something that's particularly not happening for him? What, what is his rating in the fourth quarter? Like 108. Well, just ask it from that perspective. He's awesome in the fourth quarter, man. He rises up in those moments. Um, he wants to be the reason why we're successful. He prepares his tail off. Um, in some instances where people run from challenges, he runs two challenges. And so that's why his performance is so good in the fourth. Those other quarters we'll work on. Let's go now. Little life out here. everybody welcome to the uk packers podcast as usual i'm your host and it's quick snaps oh it's quick snaps you doing it hey talking to you you doing it i'm asking you a question are you doing it hold on hold on you're gonna be doing it so it's quick snapage for your big because look i just want to clarify you know what i'm about to say so look uh, it's a quick episode as i'm throwing stuff around god damn it i'm very casual i'm very casual uh, here today uh just a quick one if you will. We're going to have a quickie together. So it's 10 minutes max. Uh, I might even get it shorter than that. I might even get in and get out quicker. Uh, we're coming up against the Steelers. At the Steelers. Um, and it's the last home stretch. And that was a Mike Tomlin quote from the top of the down. Uh, so he's defending his quarterback. But yeah, it's Spider-Man meme. You know. Packers, Steelers just pointing at each other going, hey, you can't get it going. No, you can't get it going. I'm going to look into that and see if it's actually true or not. Uh, but fair play to him. He's a man manager. Look, there's an awful lot of... Um, there's a couple of things I want to mention. There's an awful lot of uh, nonsense about, like, oh, the last time these teams met, and let's reminisce about the Super No. There's no one on the Super Bowl teams, apart from Tomlin, that are still around. Tomlin, he does get you know, plenty out of his squad. But if you look at the Steelers, Steelers, they're five and two and it flatters them. And I'll explain why. I'll explain why and I hate using the term banana skin or trap game or whatever. I don't think we're really in a position this season to use anything because every game is a banana skin game at the minute. Uh but yeah, is it true? Is it true that Kenny Pickett is rubbish uh at the beginning of games? Uh, is it you know, is that is that a thing? Well, let's bang through the scores. So anyway, the talking points. And this is the other thing I was trying to say. So usually I subject myself to the podcast from the other side. So I looked for, and I promise you, I looked for Steelers podcasts that gave me any information as to what they think of their team. And I couldn't find one. I, I started the podcasts and they start talking about coffee they start talking about gargoyles. Uh, the the sound quality was crap. It was extremely hard to find any semblance of anything. The only one that I did find was one where a Packers person and a Steelers person were previewing the game. And the Packers person kept telling the Steelers person stats about the Steelers. Uh, and then I had to just shut it off. Because the only reason that I would listen to those is to get what the Steelers believe they're going through at the minute couldn't find it. so I'm about to tell you look their season is their, the one thing that I found about the Steelers team is massively inconsistent from the very beginning um, you know they win a game they lose a game they win two games they lose a game they just can't keep it going now there's injuries and there's nuance 
in there um, and they really are flattered by the record but let's take a really brief look at it uh, week one Niners they lose 30 to 7 they score in the second quarter they don't get another score the whole game so you're thinking oh they're in trouble here to come up against the Browns they win 26 uh, 22 they're very consistent in this game in the sense that seven points in the first quarter nine points in the second third three points in the third and a touchdown then in the fourth so you know it's a little bit consistent you're thinking that's okay uh, then they come up against the Raiders they get another win they think they're on a roll they, they go 23-18 uh, but again it's inconsistent um, you know seven points in the first six points in the second ten points in the third and then nothing in the fourth so I don't I really don't think it's as simple as looking at it and going oh he's terrible at the beginning and then he comes into his own there's plenty of sort of mixy match. Now, as we get later on in the season, that does tend to ring through. Um, they come up against Houston Texans. They lose 30 points to 6. So this is what I mean. They lose 30 to 7. They win 26-22. They win 23-18. They lose again 30 to 6 against the Texans. They only score 6 points in this game in the third quarter. Then they go up against Baltimore. Um, the Ravens, great squad. Uh, they pull that game out at the very end. It's a 17-10 game. The Steelers win. Uh, so again, they score three points in the second quarter. They don't score anything in the first and the third. And then they wallop them uh, with a late touchdown and they score 14 points in the fourth quarter. So that's where that kind of leaks in where they're good. Then they do it again. They go up against the LA Rams. They win 24-17. Uh, nothing in the first quarter. Three points in the second. A touchdown in the third and then two touchdowns then at the end. Very reminiscent of the Baltimore game. Then they come up against the Jacksonville Jags and they've won their two previous games. One to the Ravens, good squad. The Rams, doing okay. The Jaguars, they lose 20 points to 10. What is happening? Um, again, no points in the first quarter, three points in the second, a touchdown in the third and they can't score in the fourth. And you're looking at them going, oh, well, they're in the toilet again. Then they come up against the Titans. Guess what? They win. You know, so it's seven points in the first, three and three in the second and third. Oh, we can't get out and going. And then he pulls in a touchdown then at the very end in the fourth quarter. So whatever about the narrative that his quarterback rating is crap in the first and then he comes into it. It's very wishy-washy in all of it. But one thing rings true. If you go and look at those wins that they've got and they have five, so they're five and two, they're, they look good on paper. Every single one of those wins has been a one-possession game. Um, apparently, the run game has come into form as of late. Uh, Kenny Pickett, apparently their quarterback, who's in his second year, has found some consistency. It's all alleged. They're 5-2, and two, so you know what that means. They're the Packers kryptonite. If they're a scrappy team, uh, they have a good run game. This is exactly the type of game that the Packers would lose, wouldn't they? Because... I mean, that's the, you know what I mean? You'd have someone who has a certain type of partner. This is the type of partner that the Packers go and lose to. But again, the Steelers uh, pretty much suck to the Packers on paper, which is bizarre when you look at it. So you see all the alarm bells being rung. We can't get it done in the first half of games. Everybody's on the hot seat. Jordan Love is in it. And then you look at the Steelers and you look at their stats. We basically wax them in every category. So in offense, they're second last. We're 28th defense they're 25th we're eighth um, and then if you look at the individual team stats we've more yards uh, total yards we've more passing yards we've more rushing yards we just barely beat them on average yards per play we've scored more points um we also beat them on interceptions thrown which isn't great um this 
Steelers have allowed more sacks. We're more efficient on third down. The time of possession is pretty much so-so. We're awful on penalties, but we knew that coming into it. Pittsburgh have allowed more yards. They've allowed more pass yards, more rush yards. Uh, They've allowed more points. They've the worst points differential in the NFL. So... What tell me what exactly are Pittsburgh better at than the Packers? And nothing really. I mean, I think they've got more interceptions, and they've got more sacks, and they've got less penalties. Um, but they're they're pretty awful apart from that. So when you look at the score and and thing of five and two, it flatters them. The only thing that I hope is is that the Packers sort of run a form in that last game is some sort of because that's that's what sort of great to me as well you know people banging on about oh finally you know because uh, we got tagged randomly in rg3's tweet where he's banging on about oh aaron jones you see i told you you should be using them more he was injured that's why we haven't been using him. he's on a pitch count and i see he's on the injury report again um which isn't great so yeah, there's a reason why we haven't been using them, and that's why. Um, let's take a quick look at the injury report. The game is at 6 p.m., by the way, uh, so people will be happy about it. Uh, but the injury report is kind of grisly when you look at it because Kenny Clark, who went out in that uh, last game with a shoulder injury, he's limited. Uh, Rudy Ford, who didn't play in the last one, he's limited. Jair Alexander is uh, did not participate Wednesday or Thursday. Aaron Jones with the hamstring has been limited. Josh Myers is limited. Uh, Josh Neishman, Neishman limited. John Runyon limited. Quay Walker didn't participate. He was out in the last game as well. And then Christian Watson is back to full participation. So apparently he picked up a back injury, shoulder injury, but isn't concussed. So look, it's um it's hefty stuff. On the opposite side of the ball, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Minka Fitzpatrick is supposed to be out and he didn't participate. But looking at their defense on paper, they're pretty poor. So... Is there a silver lining to the way the Packers have been playing? Well, I guess so, because their defense came out on that last game. Uh, Isaiah McDuffie had a fantastic game. Colby Wooden had a great game. Carl Brooks had a great game. Carrington Valentine had a great game. Uh, But if you're a betting man, and I always hate Acker, betting stuff, Carrington Valentine, fantastic player, um, really stepped up, got burned, though, uh, before when he played. They're all stepping up, but you would have to wonder, is that game an anomaly or is that the way we're playing now? We run stuff really well. Is that an anomaly or is that the way we're playing now? We were without Kenny Clark in the first quarter of the last game. We were without Quay Walker. Rasul got traded away before the game and the defense stepped up. Now, is that the level that this defense can play or is it because we come up against a poor running game and we come up against a poor quarterback who couldn't get it done? Um... Now, you would look at that and go, is it true that the Steelers' run uh, offenses got better? Well, we're about to find out. And can the defense pull out that? Because, look, Carl Brooks is batting stuff down at the line. Um, You know, our special teams are putting us in good field position. Our defense is putting us in good field position. I don't know if we can replicate that against the Steelers, but I hate to say it, and every time I do, we've lost because we had a four-game skid. But this is a highly winnable game against the Steelers. But look, there's there might be if the Packers can get Aaron Jones out there and they can continue with their pre-snap motion. But look, if Christian Watson is again limited because of the knock that he took in the last game, if they overran Aaron Jones in the last game and his hamstring has taken some sort of a regression, and we can see like Quay Walker apparently uh, got up uh, the morning of the game or the, the morning before the game 
and felt tightness and then couldn't play. So like these things tend to be short notice. So obviously the keys to the LaFleur offense are run first, pre-snap motion, bunch formations, all of that fantastic stuff that sounds amazing. Uh, but if you can't do that because Aaron Jones is limited again, well, you would imagine we're in trouble again, right? Um, but LaFleur said one thing that I think deserves to be said, and then I'm going to dive off quick snaps. And it's that finally in the last game, he got to call a normal offensive game. So for every game, you will have certain down and distance packages and plays that you have predetermined and predefined stuff. You're, that's what the install is about. He'll have certain plays that he wants to go to, certain plays that he's capable of with the players that he has or incapable of. And the Packers, by falling behind so much early in the season, they've been in hurry up offense mode. They've been in two minute drill offense mode the whole time they're trying to play catch up they can't really go to the run or they start because a they have aj Dillon and he's kind of that bruising back and every time he runs it's short yardage it's up the middle it wastes time it's not explosive you know and that's just the way the packers have had to play it they're trying to grind the stuff out and when you get a penalty it pushes you back further then you're on a longer down and distance so then you're definitely trying to squeeze the ball into places that it shouldn't be way um so they're constantly in this panic mode so now they in the last game they got to exhibit the fact that they didn't fall behind early uh, they led from the front they could run their normal offense they had a short field there was a lack of pressure there and they could in- run that playbook as they wanted run the run plays they want to bring aaron jones out there you know, didn't have to worry about going the 100 yards down the field um, and worrying about wearing running backs out or putting him on his pitch count, all that good stuff. So it was a mixture of being able to call the normal offense, defense stepping up, and then the special teams also doing a bit of a job. Now, it wasn't perfect by any means. I mean, there was fumbles there, there was drop passes, um, but there was nice little shining moments coming in. So the key to the game, obviously, is, is for the defense to maintain that form against a really inconsistent Steelers team who can't get out of the blocks early. And if you are going to put in the defensive performance is to keep it up for the full game because the Steelers are well capable of not knowing when they're down and coming back into the game, similar to the Packers. And if we can keep that offensive inventiveness, uh, you know, and not being behind quickly, which might bode in our favor that the Steelers are kind of Spider-Man memeing us by starting off slow. So that's the key to this game. The Steelers are 5-2, and two, but they're by no means a good football team. Extremely inconsistent, and they have their head coach up there trying to defend how you know his main player, his quarterback, is so poor and so inconsistent. The Packers should win this game. And I know it's away in Pittsburgh, and it's a tough place to play, and all of that jazz, but in every metric, we're better than the Steelers. And we just need to replicate in some form or at least build on that performance that we saw last week, and we should win. Will we win? I don't know. Because if they're a good running team, it's the type of thing that you'd see um, where, you know, get slightly better play uh, from the quarterbacks than we have seen so far, particularly last week, and a good run game, uh, well, then the Packers might be in trouble early. But let's hope not. I'm very optimistic about it, um, as you should be too, because otherwise, what are we doing? So look, I've been at Steely the NFL. This has been Quick Snapage for your Massov Kapage. Um, and I'll speak to you straight after the game uh, for the sort of roundup podcast, which comes out straight after.
So anyway, give me your thoughts. What do you think is going to happen? Drop your comments below where this goes out on social media. Uh, I'll be watching the game with you and talk to you after.